Hey everybody, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. I have a really exciting episode for you today because we are talking about what you might be going through as you're pivoting in your business. Maybe you're starting an online business or you're taking your business and turning it online or you're changing offers and it's weird and it's hard and there's just a lot of setbacks and a lot of failures that are happening. And guys, I just want you to know what I'm about to share with you has legit changed the way I think about everything. And I really think it's been a huge part of what guide culture is today. So I'm just really excited to be able to share this with you right now. Hey, May session, the May guide culture session is coming up. It's around the corner, the four week online session right now, friends, is your time. It is the time to learn the skills that you need to show immense value, to be able to call somebody up and say, hey, this is so clearly why you need what I have right now more than ever so that people can double down on your offer instead of canceling or not saying yes to your service. So make sure that you really take some time to look into that. You're always welcome to message us on Instagram at the guide culture. And we would love to book a call with you. We'll just real quick, we'll just jump on a call and talk it through just to save time and see if it's a good fit. Hope you enjoy this episode. Please tag us on Instagram while you're listening so we can cheer you on. All right. We love you guys and we're pulling for you always. I know a lot of you are pivoting right now. You might be creating your very first online course, or maybe you're starting an online business, or you're pivoting your online business to different offers or different delivery of things. And you might feel a little nervous, might feel a little uncomfortable, a little scared. And you're like, oh, this feels like totally different and totally just, you feel so vulnerable. You're like, I feel like I'm naked standing in front of so many people because that's something you've never done before. And I totally get it. So I really want to give you some advice on how to confidently show up in kind of your brand new business. I know a lot of you are like, the business that I had six weeks ago is basically dead, RIP. It's totally different, totally new. And it's kind of like, have you ever started an Instagram from scratch? Like maybe you have a personal Instagram and then you start a business one and you were at zero followers and it just, it's very, it's a very humbling experience uh, trying to build something from the ground up. And you're like, man, I remember when I did this the first time and it was really hard and scary and you kind of have to go back and do it again. So um, hopefully this, this concept will help you. It's been so game changing for me. It's literally changed my life thinking this way. And I think it'll help you. So here we go. Uh, Growing up in school, we got A's when we were successful. You get hundreds and you pass the class and congratulations, you can go on to to the next grade or, you know, your parents take you out for ice cream or you just have all this celebration around getting good grades. I feel like a lot of my friends got paid for their grades. I was not lucky enough to get paid for my grades, but just the the rewards around good grades, it's just, it's the norm. Everybody would, would celebrate that, obviously. There was no talk of celebrating an F. When we got an F or we got even, you know, maybe a B or a C, depending on your family, uh, it was very, very bad. Maybe you were shamed and it was really negative and it was just kind of hard for you to, maybe you felt like you were shamed and it was just a negative thing. Now, 
as adults, we also still get F's, but instead of the grade F, the F stands for fail. And we're so used to the fail in life as an adult, and we associate it with like an F in school as a bad thing, and it's sad, and you feel shamed, and you feel negative, all of that. But here's the thing with entrepreneurship, which I feel like you know, we can talk about being an adult and then we can talk about entrepreneurship. So let's talk about entrepreneurship right now. You get F's all the time. You get fails all the time. In fact, we live in fails. Honestly, (laughs) we always say trial and error is our life. It just is. And one of the things I think will really help you is envisioning yourself as two people. Okay. So let's pretend everybody visualize this with me. Let's pretend you have been cloned. There is a you before you, and then there's an after you. And in between the before you and the after you is a path, the long, windy, hilly path. And in order for the before you to get to the after you, it must walk through that path. But that path is full of F's. It's full of it. I want you to imagine on this hilly, windy path, just full of red F's. Every step you take is an F and another F and another F. It's full of fails, full of them. I get questions all the time of like specific questions like, hey, how do you show up on Instagram stories better? How do you have more confidence when you talk about this? How do you talk more clearly? How do you write content? How do you do a podcast? How do you write content for a podcast? How do you separate your content? How do you repurpose your, I mean, the the specific questions, they're, they're never ending. But what it really tells me, like if we were going to go to the root of what these questions really mean, what you're asking is, how do I do it? How do I go on this path, the before me path to the after me path without experiencing the F's? Actually, how do I go on this path of entrepreneurship and turn the F's into A's? Turn every potential fail that I might have and turn them into A's and into wins so I can celebrate and go get ice cream and get paid and all of that. And I just want you to know that that's just not possible. It's just not possible to walk on your path of hardships, walk on your path, your before you path, and go all the way to the after you without experiencing the F's because you will never reach the after you that you should have been, that you could have been. People want that that immediate win, that immediate success. And Oh, it just, it's like not as fun that way, honestly, number one. And number two, you will never reach the level that you should have reached if you just experienced the F's. And I I call this the path of hardships because the before person, the before person, the before you, at the beginning of the path, you're thinking, you know, oh, I'm so nervous to do this. I'm so nervous to, to launch this thing. I'm so nervous to ask for the sale. I'm so nervous to do this. I don't know if I want to do this. It's so hard. But what is the after you thinking? The person on the other end of the path of hardships, the person that has experienced all the Fs, the person that has honestly embraced all the fails, what are they thinking or how are they thinking? 
I know for me, the person at the end of my path of hardship is thinking, I'm thriving. This is easy. I know what to do. That's what the after Macy is thinking. So in order to become the after Macy, I need to kind of think like the after Macy is thinking right now. So when you are experiencing the Fs, I want you to think about how would the after me think about it? How would the me at the end of the path of hardships think about it? Not the before person, but how would the after person think about it? Here's a great example of this. So I'm sure you've dated somebody in high school and you just knew, you just knew that they were going to be the one that you spent the rest of your life with. And then you got your heart broken or something didn't work out and you broke up and it was literally the end of the world for you in that moment. The you in high school that got their heart broken, sitting in their bed, eating ice cream, crying themselves to sleep at night because their life is over as you know it. But now you might be married and you might have a family and you have a great husband and you have great kids and you look back at that high school you and you, you're thinking, oh my gosh, like, thank the Lord I didn't marry that person. Thank the Lord I didn't end up with them. You would look back at the high school you and you would say, hey, listen, I know this feels so heavy and so hard, but it's really not a big deal. Just trust me on this one. Just trust me. Your life is going to be so much better at the end of this path. Just trust me. Guys, this is the same exact situation. At the end of your path of hardship, you're going to go look back at your beginning or your middle season of entrepreneurship and you're going to say, hey, I know that you feel like this fail or this COVID-19 or this new launch that, that didn't go well at all. I know you feel like it's just the worst thing ever, but it's really not that big of a deal. You have no idea what your life is like at the end of this path. And these fails are the very thing that are go- that is going to get you to the end of the road. So think about and think through some characteristics of of the after you. Think of who you are as the after person at the end of the road of hardships, at the end of the fails. What characteristics does that person embody? How do they think? What do they do? What do they feel? How do they see themselves and how do they show up? Now, would the after person think about the failures that you're experiencing right now or you might be experiencing or the nervousness that you're experiencing right now? What would they think about it, right? Just like we said, they would think, hey, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Now, you might potentially be listening to this and you're like, okay, Macy, I was going to start an online business. I was going to do a launch. I was going to do a new course. I was, but now I'm hearing about this path of hardship this path of fails and I have to get on that path and it's going to be hot and sweaty and hard. And I don't even think I want to do this. Why would anybody want to go on this path? And I'm going to tell you, you go on this path because it is freaking awesome. It is an awesome experience. And it's awesome because it's not easy. It's awesome because it is hard. Think about it. When you go to the gym, I know you're not going to the gym right now, but when you exercise and you're lifting weights, you're lifting weights to get stronger. And you're thinking, hey, I need to continue to lift weights to get stronger. You're not thinking, hey, how can I make these weights lighter? 
you're thinking, how can I get stronger? You're like, no, no, I like that they're heavy. I like that they feel heavy right now because in about a month when I pick up the same weight, it's going to feel easier, which means I've gotten stronger. And then guess what? You're going to go to the heavier weight. You're going to say, no, no, bring me even more weight. Load it up. Load that bar up even more. I love that it's heavy because it's hard and it's making me better. The best part about this path of hardship is that you are so jazzed with yourself and you cannot wait to do it again. Have you ever hit a big goal and then you get kind of a little bit sad? (laughs) You know, it's like you hit this super, super high, you know, maybe you have a great launch or maybe you have a great sales month or you just wrote a speech and it went so well. And then maybe a couple days go by and you feel kind of down. You're like, ugh, like I want it again. You want to experience that path of hardships again because it's fun, because you get the reward. I, I get this almost every month. We do we do our launch, we sell guide culture, we sell it out, and I get so high and it's so fun. And I just can't wait to help people. And then I get a little down, which means it's just time to pull up my big girl pants and keep going again. You know, another example of this, my husband trained for an Ironman and did an Ironman And his path of hardship was the training. It wasn't the actual race. I mean, the race is honestly the easy part. The training is the hard part. And every single day he would wake up, he'd be in the pool at like 4 a.m. And then he'd be running or biking or weightlifting. He'd be doing two-a-days. I mean, I saw the path of hardship for him big time. And the second The second he crossed that finish line, he was so high. And the next day he was like, I'm ready to do it again. Because the path of hardship, it is fun. It is exciting. It is the game of life. Now, I just want you to know that the excuses that go through your head, they 100% will still be there. They do not go away. They just, you know, they're just, they're just the, not the main driver anymore. They're, they're in the back seat. They're in the passenger seat, the back seat. They might even be in the the trunk, but they're still there and you can hear them, but they're not the main driver. And the best part of this is that you can learn to love the training. You can learn to love the fails. You can learn to love the path of hardships. And you want to love it because, you know, we don't want to suffer all the time. You don't want to be in that, in that place of like, of just hating your life. You want to be in the place of like, hey, I'm in a very tough time, but I love it because I know I'm going to come out stronger. It's like, hey, I'm putting on more weight on the bar right now. And I love that it hurts because I'm going to be so much stronger. This is part of just loving the process. It is worth to be in this space. It is worth to be on the hilly, windy road. I'm telling you, it is such a fun process to be in. The hard part and kind of the problem is our brain doesn't know that that this is fun and good. The, the brain really wants you to stay in the before. They want you to stay at the beginning of the path of hardship and just walk away. Because when, when failures happen, honestly, guys, the brain sees it and processes it as death. It does. Because we were wired to survive. We were not necessarily wired to succeed. 
And so to survive, right, when we see failure, sometimes we see that could potentially be death. But someone who can succeed sees failure as an opportunity and as a process to love. And the good news is, is that you can absolutely override your brain 100%. And part of that is just knowing that this is the path that you're on and it is a great and exciting thing. And now you know how to sit down and think about the after you. You can sit down and really process what the after person thinks about, does, says, and all of those things. And you can act as the after person right now. So next time you feel yourself pushing back on this idea of pivoting because it's going to be hard, or you feel yourself thinking about launching something, but you don't really want to because it's going to be too hard. I just want you to start thinking, okay, this is the before me. What would the after me think? I want you to say out loud, I enjoy the process. Being on this path is worth the reward and act and think just like the after you. Thanks so much, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Guide Culture is uh, starting just around the corner in May. We got our next class coming up and let me tell you, it's filling up. So make sure that you grab your seat. If you have any questions or want to jump on a call, you're always welcome to just message us on Instagram. You can find us at Macy McNeely or Catherine M. Schubert, S-H-U-B-E-R-T. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.